Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And beyond. From the 1920s all the way to today. So come on in to the Blues Bar with me, Dynamite Nick. Every Saturday night at 8 on KCAA, 1050 AM, 1023 FM, and... AP News, I'm Tim McGuire. Yesterday, President Trump again tried to cast doubt on the millions of ballots that will be mailed in by voters across the country, reaching the point that he would not commit when asked if he would agree to a peaceful transfer of power should he lose the election to Joe Biden. Today, White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany trying to blame the Democrats, pointing to a story in the Washington Post. They have a headline, Democrats may not trust the results of the election if Trump wins. And then you have uh, that beautiful quote from Hillary. Hillary Clinton that Joe Biden should not concede under any circumstance. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says the person elected in November will be sworn in in January. Utah Republican Mitt Romney doesn't expect anything unusual. I don't think there's any uh, scenario of that nature that's uh, realistic and uh, uh, I'm absolutely confident there will be a uh, peaceful uh, transition if there's a new president. Trump was booed as he and First Lady Melania Trump paid their respects to the late Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg at the Supreme Court. The crowd chanting, vote him out, as Trump stood on the steps of the court building. As he was readying to leave for Charlotte, North Carolina, Trump insisted he and the First Lady didn't hear the crowd. They were right next to the media, but we really could hardly hear too much. Trump has promised that on Saturday he will name a candidate to replace Ginsburg. An arrest has been made in Louisville, Kentucky, after two police officers were shot last night. Lorenzo Johnson has been charged with two counts of assault to first degree and 14 counts of wanton endangerment, all directed against police officers. They were shot during protests following the decision in Louisville not to charge the three police officers involved in the shooting death of Breonna Taylor. This is AP News. What do you get when you talk to a Dell Technologies advisor? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get someone who understands there's an art to listening. Mm-hmm. Sure. Who's able to hear more than what's being said and can provide tailored mm-hmm. small business solutions that make you feel okay. truly heard. I understand. Let's get started. For advice on everything from laptops to the cloud and solutions powered by Intel vPro platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Alternatives. Avoid those and the pain of being unprepared. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com right now. 
Build your emergency food supply with meals that last up to 25 years in storage, shipped discreetly to your door. Folks that know what's coming are using today to prepare. There's time for you to do the same. That's MyPatriotSupply.com, the original Patriot Preparedness Company. San Bernardino, Loma Linda, Rialto listens to KCAA Radio. In these days, your dining out choices are limited. Want something mouth-watering good, tasty, convenient, but not the same old, same old? Najwa's Fine Mediterranean Cuisine in Loma Linda has affordable taste sensations and some of the best authentic Mediterranean cuisine around. Fresh, local, healthy, and handmade food made with love and passion in every bite. From delicious beef and chicken kebabs, pitas, excellent hummus, or one of their many other salad soups, shawarma bowls, or sandwiches, Najwa's is the place to go. Najwa's is currently open for takeout only, but keep them in mind for your special events coming up too. Najwa's Caterers, local delicious food all day long. Najwa's authentic Mediterranean cuisine located just off of Anderson and Tippecanoe and the 10 Freeway at 24711 Redlands Boulevard in Loma Linda. Call Najwa's Mediterranean Cuisine. You can order at 909-894-0488. 909-894-0488. Najwa's. Great local food nearby. Take it out all day long. Have you heard about the benefits of a reverse mortgage? If you're a homeowner, 62 years or older, and would like to supplement your monthly income, a reverse mortgage could be the key to living comfortably in retirement. U.S. government-insured reverse mortgages allow seniors to convert the equity in their home into cash without having to move or make monthly loan payments. The tax-free proceeds won't affect Medicare or Social Security benefits. And in most cases, you can use the money for almost any purpose you desire, including home improvements, travel, or family gifts. We offer a free information kit and video explaining everything you need to know about a reverse mortgage, including how you can supplement your income using the equity you've built in your home. Wish you could retire, pay off old debts, or just have more tax-free income to do the things you want. You don't have to sell your house and you don't need to make monthly loan payments, but you do need to take the first step. For a free no-obligation consultation with a reverse mortgage specialist, call 800-578-4884. Comfortable retirement, 800-578-4884. 800-578-4884. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. We interrupt our special programming today. I'm Mark Westwood, live from the KCAA newsroom with a special report. Trump, Washington, D.C., and Senator Bernie Sanders in a live news conference regarding Trump's refusal to step down. Mr. President, uh, real quickly, win, lose, or draw in this election, will you commit here today for a peaceful transferal of power after the election? There has been rioting in Louisville. There's been rioting in many cities across this country, red and your so-called red and blue states. Will you commit to making sure that there is a peaceful transfer? Pearl of power after the election. Well, we're going to have to see what happens. You know that I've been complaining very strongly about the ballots, and the ballots are a disaster. And, I understand that, but people are rioting. Do you commit uh, to making sure that there's a no, peaceful transfer? We want to have get rid of the ballots, and you'll have a very trans. We'll have a very peaceful. There won't be a transfer, frankly. There'll be a continuation. Uh, the ballots are out of control. You know it. And you know who knows it better than anybody else? The Democrats know it better than anybody else. Go ahead.
What is your reaction to that? It's sad. It's sad that our democracy has come to this, that the president of the United States would have uh, uh, so wrongly treated the American people that he would be booed. Uh, it's bad for our democracy, um, but it is fitting for this president. Uh, he has earned those boos. He's earned those jeers, and he's going to earn losing the election on November 3rd. Do you think there's any disrespect there? I mean, I, I just look at the scene, right, and it's sort of uh, jarring to hear the boos while you're looking yeah. at the the late justice lying in state. Is it disrespectful to her as you see it? I don't think it's disrespectful to her, but it is very sad. It is very sad that our democracy, that she upheld for all of those years of service, for those decades of service, that we're at this point because of one man. One man has gotten us to this point. Um, but, you know, he's been aided and abetted by my Republican allies, um, colleagues, his, his Republican allies in the Senate and in the House. Um, and it, it makes me deeply disappointed um, that, we're, that we're here now. This country faces an unprecedented set of crises. We are struggling with a pandemic that has already cost us over 200,000 lives. We have an economy in which we have a grotesque level of income and wealth inequality, where the middle class today is being decimated, where millions of workers have lost their jobs, and half of our people continue to work paycheck to paycheck, many for starvation wages. We are living in the moment when climate change is ravaging this planet, leading to massive fires on the West Coast, drought and unprecedented levels of extreme weather disturbances all across the globe. We are the only major country on Earth not to guarantee health care to all people as a human right. Over 90 million Americans are uninsured or underinsured, and we pay by far the highest prices in the world for prescription drugs. All of these issues and others are enormously important and should be the issues that are being debated in this campaign. But today, I am not going to talk about any of them. What I am going to talk about is something that in my wildest dreams, I never thought I would be discussing. And that is the need to make certain that the President of the United States if he loses this election, will abide by the will of the voters and leave office peacefully. What I will be discussing today is the danger that this country faces from a president who is a pathological liar, who has strong authoritarian tendencies, who neither understands nor respects our Constitution, and who is prepared to undermine American democracy in order to stay in power. With less than six weeks left to go in this campaign, it is my fervent hope that all Americans, Democrats, Republicans, independents, progressives, moderates, conservatives, come together to defend American democracy, our Constitution, and the rule of law. We must ensure in this unprecedented moment in American history that this is an election that is free and fair, an election in which voters are not intimidated, an election in which all votes are counted, and an election in which the loser accepts the results. This is not just an election between Donald Trump 
and Joe Biden. This is an election between Donald Trump and democracy, and democracy must win. The United States is the oldest continuous democracy in the modern world. We held elections in the middle of a civil war in 1864. We held free and fair elections during World War I, during the Great Depression, and during World War II. After all of those elections held in extremely difficult circumstances, the loser acknowledged defeat, and the winner was inaugurated and took office. That is what the United States of America is all about. That is what democracy is all about. But today, under Donald Trump, we have a president who has little respect for our Constitution or the rule of law. Today, that peaceful transition of power, the bedrock of American democracy, is being threatened like never before. I am not in the habit of quoting former President Ronald Reagan, but I think something that he said in his first inaugural address makes the point about how important, how precious is this part of our heritage. And I quote Ronald Reagan, the orderly transfer of authority as called for in the Constitution routinely takes place as it has for almost two centuries and few of us stop to think how unique we really are. In the eyes of many in the world, this every four-year ceremony we accept as normal is nothing less than a miracle, end of quote. Protecting this orderly transfer of authority, as President Reagan characterized it, this miracle is absolutely essential if we together, all of us, Republicans, Democrats, independents, want to keep faith with the American ideals we hold so dear and with the sacrifices that so many made in order to protect our democracy. And in that regard, I think it is terribly important that we actually listen to and take seriously what Donald Trump is saying. Several weeks ago, speaking at the Republican National Convention, Trump said, and I quote, the only way they can take this election away from us is if this is a rigged election, end of quote. What is remarkable about that statement is that he made it at a time when almost every national poll had him behind Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And he was trailing in polls in most battleground states. Think about what that statement means. Think hard about what that statement means. What he is saying is that if he wins the election, that's great. But if he loses, it's rigged. Because the only way, the only way he can lose is if it's rigged. And if it's rigged, then he is not leaving office. 
Heads I win, tails you lose. In other words, in Trump's mind, there is no conceivable way that he should leave office. And just last night, just last night, Donald Trump went even further down the path of authoritarianism by becoming the first president in the history of this country to refuse to commit to a peaceful transition of power if he loses the election. When asked by a reporter in the White House briefing room, quote, win, or lose, win lose, or draw in this election, will you commit here today for a peaceful transfer of power after the election, end quote. Trump responded, and I quote, we're going to have to see what happens. You know that I have been complaining very strongly about the ballots, and the ballots are a disaster. We want to get rid of the ballots, and you'll have a very peaceful, there won't be a transfer, frankly, there will be a continuation, end of quote from Donald Trump. That is not his choice. That's for the American people to determine. Let us be very clear. There is nothing in our Constitution or in our laws that gives Donald Trump the privilege of deciding whether or not he will step aside if he loses. In the United States, the president does not determine who can or cannot vote and what ballots will be counted. That may be what his friend Putin does in Russia. It may be what is done in other authoritarian countries, but it is not and it will not be done in America. This is a democracy. Now, I do understand that Donald Trump is a billionaire, or so he tells us. I do understand that he was born to a very wealthy family and from his earliest days was able to get anything he wanted because his family was rich and his family was powerful. I do understand that when you're rich and you're powerful, you don't have to pay taxes like ordinary people, and that it's easy for you to avoid the military draft. I do understand that when you're rich and you're powerful, you can buy politicians and get hundreds of millions of dollars in corporate welfare for your real estate empire. But this I also understand. No matter how rich or powerful you may be, no matter how arrogant and narcissistic you may be, no matter how much you think you can get anything you want, let me make this clear to Donald Trump. Too many people have fought and died to defend American democracy, and you are not going to destroy it. The American people will not allow that to happen. Despite all of the evidence, Trump continues to be obsessed with the belief that there is massive voter fraud in this country. In 2017, after he won the presidency, Trump insisted that he would have won the popular vote, which he lost by 3 million votes, if, quote, millions of illegal votes had not been cast, end quote. There is absolutely no evidence of that being true. In fact, it is totally preposterous to believe that millions of votes or any significant number of votes at all were cast illegally. This is an assertion supported by no one, not Democratic officials, not Republican officials, no one. And yet that is what Trump said 
after he won. There have been numerous studies done on the issue of voter fraud in our country. They have all concluded essentially in the same way. Voter fraud in the United States of America is extremely rare. A study by Dartmouth University found no evidence of widespread voter fraud in the 2016 election. An article in the New York Times from December 2016 stated, and I quote, in an election in which more than 137 million Americans cast ballots, election and law enforcement officials in 26 states and the District of Columbia, Democratic-leaning, Republican-leaning, and in between, said that so far they knew of no credible allegations of fraudulent voting. Officials in another eight states said they knew of only one allegation. In Georgia, where more than four million people cast ballots, officials said they had opened inquiries in 25 cases into, quote, suspicious voting or election-related activity. But in, end of quote, but inquiries to all 50 states, every one but Kansas responded, found no states that reported indications of widespread fraud. End of quote, New York Times. A report by the Brennan Center for Justice reviewed elections that had been meticulously studied for voter fraud and found incident rates between 0.0003% and 0.0025%. The report concluded that it is more likely that an American, quote, will be struck by lightning than that he will impersonate another voter at the polls, end quote. Even the Conservative Heritage Foundation, which maintains a database on election fraud, could only find 143 criminal convictions of mail in voter fraud out of 250 million mail-in votes cast over the past 20 years, a rate of 0.00006%. But you don't have to trust me on this issue. Benjamin Ginsburg, one of the leading Republican experts on election, a man who served <clears throat> as national counsel to the Bush-Cheney presidential campaign, a man who played a major role for the Republican Party in the 2000 Florida recount, and who co-chaired the bipartisan 2013 Presidential Commission on Election Administration, recently wrote in the Washington Post, and I quote, quote, the truth is that after decades of looking for illegal voting, there is no proof of widespread fraud. At most, there are isolated incidents by both Democrats and Republicans. Elections are not rigged, end of quote. Let me repeat from one of the Republican Party's leading experts on elections, quote, the truth is that after decades of looking for illegal voting, there's no proof of widespread fraud. At most, there are isolated incidents by both Democrats and Republicans. Elections are not rigged. <coughs> and even if the statement of Mr. Ginsburg is not good enough for you, here is what the Trump administration's own Voting Integrity Commission reported. According to an analysis of administration documents by the Associated Press, Trump's commission uncovered, quote, no evidence to support claims of widespread voter fraud, end quote. And they disbanded in 2018. 
even a Republican Senate, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell tamped down current concerns about mail-in ballots last month, saying, and I quote, many parts of our country vote by mail. Oregon, Washington, and Colorado have voted by mail for years, end of quote. And yet, we have a president today who calls mail-in ballots a hoax and a scam. Trump's strategy to delegitimize this election and to stay in office if he loses is not complicated. Finding himself behind in many polls, he is attempting massive voter suppression. He and his Republican colleagues are doing everything they can to make it harder and harder for people to vote. In addition, he is sowing the seeds of chaos, confusion, and conspiracy theories by casting doubt on the integrity of this election. And if he loses, justifying why he should remain in office. In an interview with Chris Wallace on Fox News, Trump refused to say that he would leave office if he lost. Asked to give a direct answer on whether he would accept the election results, Trump refused. He said, quote, I have to see. No, I'm not going to just say yes. I'm not going to say no. And I didn't last time either, end of quote. That's pretty much what he said yesterday. In the middle of a pandemic, Donald Trump made clear that he wants to defund the Postal Service in order to limit the use of mail-in ballots. In an interview on August 13th, discussing a possible deal for a relief package that would have funded the United States Postal Service, Trump let the cat out of the bag by admitting that, quote, if we don't make a deal, that means they don't get the money. That means they can't have universal mail-in voting. They just can't have it, end of quote. In other words, what Donald Trump is saying to tens of millions of Americans is that at a time when over 200,000 of our people have already died from the coronavirus, you have a choice. You can either risk your health or even your life by walking into a voting booth, or you can't vote. How outrageous, how disgraceful is that? Amazingly, at the very same time Trump is making completely baseless allegations about voter fraud, last month he urged the supporters in North Carolina to try voting twice, which among other things is a felony. In order to advance his plan for mass voter suppression, the Trump campaign filed a lawsuit in Nevada, which fortunately was dismissed, challenging the state's mail-in voting laws. In July, Trump used false claims of voter fraud to propose, to propose delaying this year's election, which he obviously does not have the power to do. <clears throat> this was so outrageous that Stephen Calabrese, the co-founder of the conservative Federalist Society, wrote that it was, quote, grounds for the president's immediate impeachment, again, by the House of Representatives, and his removal from office by the Senate, end of quote. Last week, Trump told his supporters at a rally in Nevada that he, quote, was entitled, end quote, to serve a third term, which is obviously a violation of the Constitution's 22nd Amendment. On Saturday, Trump suggested to his supporters in North Carolina that he might sign an executive order to prevent Joe Biden from becoming president. Trump has also urged his supporters to become, quote, poll watchers. 
But what he is really saying is that he wants his supporters, some of whom are members of armed militias, to intimidate voters. And we're already seeing this in Virginia, where early voters were confronted by Trump supporters and election officials in Fairfax County said that some voters and polling staff felt intimidated. On and on and on it goes every day, over and over again. Trump is making it harder for the American people to participate in the political process and is attempting to delegitimize the outcome of this election so that if he loses, he can remain in office. The concerns that I am raising today are not just mine alone and are not just concerns shared by progressives or Democrats. Miles Taylor, a lifelong Republican who previously served as chief of staff inside the Trump administration's Department of Homeland Security, warned that there is nothing that Trump will not do or say to defeat Biden. And this is what he said, and I quote, put nothing past Donald Trump, Taylor told the AP. He will do anything to win. If that means climbing over other people, climbing over his own people, or climbing over U.S. law, he will do it. People are right to be concerned, end of quote. Well, I agree with Mr. Taylor. I am concerned, and I am very concerned. Last week, my former Senate colleague, Dan Coats, Trump's own former director of national intelligence, published a piece in the New York Times calling for a high-level bipartisan and nonpartisan commission to oversee the election to reassure all Americans that it has been carried out fairly. Coates wrote, and I quote, the most urgent task American leaders face is to ensure that the election results are accepted as legitimate. Electoral legitimacy is the essential linchpin of our entire political culture. We should see the challenge clearly in advance and take immediate action to respond. End of quote. That's Dan Coates, former intelligence director of Donald Trump. I couldn't agree more. I strongly second Director Coates's call for this election commission. Last week as well, Democratic Minority Leader Chuck Schumer and I sent a letter to Senator McConnell urging him to hold hearings on the issue of election and post-election security. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Security. Senator Schumer and I stated, quote, we would like to hear from the most knowledgeable people in the country as to how we can do everything possible to make sure that the election and the period afterward is secure and peaceful. End of quote. Majority Leader McConnell, please respond to that letter. Please establish that bipartisan committee. And today I call on every elected official in America, whether they be Republican, Democrat, or Independent, to vigorously oppose voter suppression and voter intimidation, to make sure that every vote is counted and that no one is declared the winner until those votes are counted. And to my Republican colleagues in the Congress, 
please do not continue to tell the American people how much you love America if at this critical moment you are not prepared to stand up to defend American democracy and our way of life. Stop the hypocrisy. Now, with or without Donald Trump, this election is unique in American history because it is taking place during a pandemic and a public health crisis. As a result, states all over America are taking the appropriate steps to ensure more Americans can safely vote by mail in their own homes <clears throat> instead of risking their health or their lives to vote in person. The result is that this election will see by far the largest number of mail-in ballots ever. And let's be clear, despite what Donald Trump says, voting by mail is not a new or dangerous idea. Colorado, Hawaii, Oregon, Washington, and Utah conduct their elections almost entirely by mail. California, Nevada, New Jersey, District of Columbia, my own state of Vermont, have pledged to mail ballots to all registered voters for the upcoming election. And many other states are making it easier, for obvious reasons, to vote by mail. Trump himself, as well as members of his administration, have repeatedly voted by mail. Members of the United States military have regularly voted by mail since the 1800s. Given the significant increase in mail, in mail-in ballots, why, you might ask, are Trump and his allies trying to attack the integrity of our vote-by-mail system? And the answer is pretty simple. A number of studies have shown that for whatever reasons, Republicans are more likely to vote in person, while Democrats are more likely to use mail-in ballots. In fact, one poll found that only about a quarter of Biden supporters would vote in person on election day, while some two-thirds of Trump voters plan to vote in person. In other words, if Trump can undermine people's confidence in the validity of votes cast by mail, he will be calling into questions the validity of votes that may overwhelmingly support Joe Biden. Let us consider the following scenario, a scenario which I hope very much never takes place. On election night, Trump is ahead in many battleground states based on the votes of those who voted in person on election day. All across the television screens, people see Trump ahead before they turn in for the night. But as more and more mail-in ballots are counted, Trump's lead falls. Trump then announces with no proof that there has been massive mail-in ballot fraud and that these votes should not be counted and that he has won the election. In other words, Trump may well announce that he has won the election before all of the votes are counted and that large numbers of mail-in ballots should be discarded. Furthermore, in states where Republicans control the legislature, it is possible that the election results will be ignored because of false accusations of voter fraud and that the legislature itself will use its power to appoint electors pledged to vote for Trump, overriding the will of the people. And in the midst of all of this, with the death of Justice Ginsburg, Trump is attempting to push through a Supreme Court justice 
who may very well cast a vote in a case that will determine the outcome of this election. He is doing that at a time when early voting has already begun and millions of ballots will have already been cast. In this unprecedented moment, what can we as a people do in the struggle to preserve American democracy? First, it is absolutely imperative that we have by far the largest voter turnout in American history and that people vote as early as possible. As someone who is strongly supporting Joe Biden, let's be clear, a landslide victory for Biden will make it virtually impossible for Trump to deny the results and is our best means for defending democracy. Second, with the pandemic and a massive increase in mail-in voting, state legislatures must take immediate action now, now, to allow mail-in votes to be counted before election day as they come in. In fact, 32 states allow for the counting or processing of absentee ballots, verifying signatures, for example, before election day. All states should do the same. The faster all ballots are counted, the less window there is for chaos and conspiracy theories. Third, the news media needs to prepare the American people to understand there is no longer a single election day and that it is very possible that we may not know the results on November 3rd. Fourth, social media companies must finally get their act together and stop people from using their tools to spread disinformation and to threaten and harass election officials. Fifth, in the Congress and in state legislatures, hearings must be held as soon as possible to explain to the public how the election day process and the days that follow will be handled. As we count every vote and prevent voter intimidation, everything possible must be done to prevent chaos, disinformation, and yes, even violence. Lastly, and most importantly, the American people, no matter what their political view, must make it clear that American democracy will not be destroyed. Our country from its inception and through the sacrifices of millions has been a model to the world with regard to representative government. In 1863, in the midst of the terrible civil war, Abraham Lincoln at Gettysburg stated that this government, quote, of the people, by the people, for the people, shall not perish from the earth. That was true then, that is true today. Regardless of what Donald Trump wants, the American people will preserve democracy in our country. Thank you all very much. Mr. President, uh, real quickly, win, lose, or draw in this election, will you commit here today for a peaceful transferal of power after the election? There has been rioting in Louisville, there's been rioting in many cities across this country, red and your so-called red and blue states. Will you commit to making sure that there is a peaceful transferal of power after the election? Well, we're going to have to see what happens. You know that I've been complaining very strongly about 
the ballots, and the ballots are a disaster. I and, understand that, but and, people are rioting. Do you commit uh, to making sure that there's a no, peaceful wanna, transfer of power? We want to have get rid of the ballots, and you'll have a very trans. We'll have a very peaceful. There won't be a transfer, frankly. There'll be a continuation. Uh, the ballots are out of control. You know it. And you know who knows it better than anybody else? The Democrats know it better than anybody else. Go ahead. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, K292FQ Riverside, and K293CF Moreno Valley. Open for takeout and delivery, El Tapioc Mexican Food Restaurant in the Tri-City Center of Redlands is back. Their entire family is on hand to serve up their delicious burritos, machaca, chorizo, huevos rancheros, steak and eggs, just part of their mouth-watering great food. Since 1531, people have marveled at the miracle of El Tapioc, and now you can marvel at the great food the Lugo family has been serving up for over two decades, nestled quietly in the corner of the Tri-City Center shopping mall next to Burlington Coat Factory. Support them. They can't wait to serve you some of their delectable, authentic, south-of-the-border Mexican fare at great prices, served up with love. Support the area's best-loved Mexican food restaurant in these tough times. Order up a tasty meal on the phone for delivery or takeout, for breakfast, lunch, or dinner from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Call 909-307-0017. That's 909 909- 307-0017 or Google El Tapioc Redlands and treat yourself. KCAA Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions And they've got a lot of extra cups to fill They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil You can't get cherry soda, cause they've got to fill their quota And the way things are, I'll bet they never will They've got a billion tons of coffee in Brazil No tea Tomato juice, you'll see no potato juice. The planters down in Santos all say no, no, no. A politician's daughter was accused of drinking water and was fined a great big $50 bill. They've got a lot of coffee in Brazil. Is it on now? There we go. Hey, we're on. Yay. Yeah. And so we're back and we're going to talk very quickly about the holidays coming up. And, uh, you know, the best time to start shopping, how to shop, and and all of this other good stuff. And first of all, let's hear Rich, uh, our side guy here. And he's going to be talking about what? Trains? I'll talk about trains and a few other things. And guess what? What? I'm going to vote for Brazilian coffee. (laughs) Yay! He came to our side. Yay! (laughs) Okay, that sounds good. And the one and only, my new sidekick. Uh Uh-oh. Yes, is 
drum roll. You missed the last beat. Uh, you know, I'm Polish. I can, okay. I can yeah, do that. that. That's right, you're Polish. It's Bailey, yes. And he loves his coffee as much as I do, and I'm glad to hear that. So how you doing, Bailey? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah? Okay, so you ready to go shopping? Uh, sure. Good. You got a good pair of sneakers on? Yeah. There you go. All right. Bailey ready. is going to bail us out. Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, it seems like it just dumped on top of us here. We're almost at the end of the month. We're going into October, and October is what holiday, guys? Hello? What holiday comes I'd in hate October? To, I'd hate to uh, say what I want to say, but... I mean, Halloween? There you go, yes. And uh, I'm going to ask these two guys and then ask everybody out there. Do, do you have one memory of the best Halloween you ever had? Bailey, we'll start with you. I love putting people on the spot. That is so much fun. His, his brain just went into a loop. It's hard for me to say. I'm not really sure. Um, well, I'll let you think. I'll tell you mine, and then we'll get back to you. Okay. How's that? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm you know very big Italian family, and aunts and uncles and everybody was over, and so I and my brother Mikey would go out with all of our cousins, and it was like an army in itself coming, and. Every time we got the candy, you know, we thanked them. We would go and sit on their lawn and see who got white candy, and we were dibbing them up. Well, I'll give you five of my M&Ms for that lollipop. And, and we did this every year, and we had a whole lot of fun and seeing all the costumes and everybody. And then when we went down into town, um, and all the delis were open, the bakeries were open, and they were handing out treats to everybody that walked into the shop. So we really had a good load of stuff. Well, and what I, did you do? I thought I had a good load of stuff. My uh -huh. bag was really heavy. I yeah. went out, and all the people were real friendly. I got home, opened up the bag, and started looking at my presents, unwrapping them. I found that everybody gave me rocks. Uh huh. <laughs> uh, I think he got the wrong holiday, don't you? I, yeah, I think uh, you know, yeah. My neighbors sent me a message, you know. <laughs> okay. Don't uh, come here again. We'll give you more rocks anyway. Did hey, you go I, like four days early or something? Um, no, I think four days late. <laughs> I, I I've done that like one day early kind of thing, like a uh, or no, not even that, like the middle of the year. Oh, I did that just for the. You too, huh? Yeah. That I, was pre-holiday shopping. I, I used to come <laughs> up a day late and a dollar short, so. Oh, that's okay. You still do, so they, that's okay. So they gave me the punishment lesson. Here's a rock for yes, you. Yes, you know. And then also uh, talking about the holidays coming up with everybody being out and about and doing what they need to do and doing the school shopping. Have you noticed in a lot of the different shops, they're already getting their merchandise out on the floor. Yes. You know, which I love. And it's kind of quiet right there in the beginning. But I'll tell you, boys and girls, that's the best time to shop. Why? You know, why? Because it's not overcrowded. It's not all moved around and shoved around and pulled and other people trying on and putting back on the rack. And that always gave me the hibby-jibbies and all of this. So if you go early, 
you see it, you buy it, you hide it wherever you hide it, and then when everybody's running around trying to find a parking spot and this and that, standing in lines, you're all done. You know, and I mean, that's the best time to shop. It's early, 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 right? And a lot of people now, are sh more of them are shopping online than ever before. You know, I can understand certain things, but me, I still like to go and look and, you know, try on and all that good stuff. Well, yeah. you know, the other day I said that I needed to go get some new socks. So got in the car and started driving around to see what is open that sells a good pair of socks. Unbelievably, going through the parking lots in Redlands, I bumped into the perfect place with nice pairs of socks. And you forgot the name, didn't you? You see how I got around that? He's talking about J.C. Penney's Boys I, and Girls. I drove the parking lot, and J.C. Penney said, we're open. I, and Bev said, I don't believe it. I says, well, let's drive in front. Sure enough, J.C. Penney's in Redlands is open. And I imagine the other ones are, too. Went inside, looked around. The store is beautiful as ever. I love that store. Everything set out nice. Walked around the departments, found good socks. Not the cheapy, cheapy stuff that tears apart on your feet after a week, but good stuff. And got my socks and looked around the store and said, you know what? You don't miss a great store until it's not there or it's closed. Well, that's with anything. I know. And I, I, I just couldn't believe saying that to myself. You don't miss it till it's mm -hmm. not there. So uh, everybody, J.C. Penney's is open. We told them we'd tell mm -hmm. everybody because they said a lot of people didn't know yet. And there you go. And I always loved J.C. Penney's. And they did not start here in California. Their original store many, many years ago, and this is what I heard, so I'm telling you secondhand, what they did is they started way back when, and they started on the outskirts of New York. And it was a mom-and-pop independent shop. That's how J.C. Penney's got started. And it, At least that's what we heard. And then they just started growing and growing and growing through the years. I mean, it's beautiful. Well, I think if we want them to stay in business, we have to go visit. We have to support them. Mm -hmm. I like their products, comparison to the discount stores. Look, everybody, when you sell something at a discount, it normally it's not made as well as the stuff that's a little more expensive. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you, you can't buy a uh, Chevy for a price of a Cadillac or a Cadillac for a price of who knows what. I'm, I'm, you know where I'm going with this. No, I don't. Uh, you, 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 you pay for what you get, what you pay for, mm -hmm. and it, most of the time. And so again, that's my thing about J.C. Penney's, and because we're out there, we're looking to see who's open, mm -hmm. who's open that's got some things we need. Uh, what is another interesting thing? Looking for a new toaster and a new coffee maker. Oh, wait, wait, stop uh -oh. right there, stop right there. Bailey, I thought I was in an institution 
with my auntie shopping with him for a toaster. It was like he was going out into space and in some kind of a planet world or something. He had to try it and lift it and turn it upside down and look at the numbers. And then the, one of the guys that worked there was coming through. Oh, do you, can it do this and can it do that? And can yada, yada, yada. And the guy is saying, like, get me away from them. I mean, it was crazy. An hour and a half looking at one toaster. Well, guess what? Wait. Guess what? <laughs> wait, he wait, says, wait, wait, wait. Uh, you know what? I got to think about it. I'll be back. Let me defend myself. I, I, I want to hear his side of the story. First of all, toasters and coffee makers and stuff like that. I wanted a nice stainless steel finished one. But when you lift some of these things up, they don't weigh anything. And I'm sorry, I'm from the old school. If it isn't heavy, it's not made well. <laughs> it, it, it's used to sell cash registers years ago, and you could buy cheap ones or expensive ones. The expensive ones always weighed a lot more. Why? The parts were heavier, the transformers were big and heavy, and the things lasted for 10 years. The cheap ones lasted for about one or two, and then you threw them away. Anyway, getting back to toasters and coffee makers. So we happened to go into Best Buy. And they have that department over there that sells stuff from the other big company that in mm -hmm. that has all the high, more expensive stuff. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, they had, I think, about 25 coffee makers. They had six or eight different nice toasters to choose from. I walked over to that, those shelves and I said, oh, my God, I've been looking for this. Here I am at Best Buy and they've got lots of stuff to look at. And you you know you can spend thirty bucks. You can spend a hundred and thirty bucks. They had good choices, and I've got a couple that I have my eyes on, and that's probably where I'm going to get them. We we got our TV at Best Buy years ago, and as you walk around that store, their choices of televisions and other things are real nice. The refrigerators, everything else. It's another place I like to go and shop. So I thought I'd put that out there. And now the <clears throat> clock is ticking. Ticking, ticking. How many days, weeks, and months will pass before he actually goes back into that store and to buy it? This is what he does. He goes, he looks, he gets all excited, tells everybody, and uh, I think he even tells my rabbi, you know, about this thing. And he never goes to purchase it. So what I do, I go in, I look, I'm going, all right, this is it, bada bing, bada boom, and he gets it underneath the Christmas tree. Well, <laughs> until my old toaster totally fails, because right now it just won't stop at any right time. It just keeps going. It'll burn your toast. But I can still toast if I watch it. So when it finally doesn't even come on, I'll go buy one of those new toasters. <laughs> and with that, I'm looking at the clock here. And We're good. Yeah. And uh, no, I want to get on to a different subject. Okay, go I'm ahead. I'm tired of talking about toasters, okay? Oh. All right. Now, and then the other thing, too, is when you're out and about, and all of us mommies know this, and I think a lot of daddies know it now, too, right? Here's the key for holiday shopping or any kind of shopping. When you're out and about, you see something that you like for yourself, the family, who you know, whomever, right? 
buy it. When you see it, buy it right then and there. Because the worst thing is you see it and you fall in love with it and you go, oh, wait, you go back and it's gone. Wait a minute, wait. You, you, you know, that's not good. And it's easier when you first see it, you know, and, and you try it on or whatever you do with it. And it seems like you get this real cheerful, happy feeling like, I cockered. I came and I cockered. Wait a minute, and, and, You know, and you, and you get all happy about it. And that's the way I was taught. You see something, you want it, get it. Oh, done. good. Bev, what? I saw something I really liked. Can I buy it? What? The new 2021 Cadillac Escalade or the GMC Denali. If you go on a net and look at those things, that Escalade has a... CRT right across the front is about 27 inches wide. It's like a spaceship, and I love instrumentation. Totally wild. The, the new suspension system they got, it only starts at $85,000, and only. you can spend, believe this or not, it's on the Internet with a few extras, $106,000. She said, you see it? Can buy I it. buy one of those loaded I'll go to the Denali because you can spend eighty five thousand if it's loaded. Now you can come down a little bit and spend maybe eh sixty five thousand. Or you know what the smart thing is now that I'm finished playing with you a little bit here. I listen. If I had the extra money, I'd buy one of those. I, I, they're just absolutely beautiful. Anyway. What I see my neighbors doing now, because I see them pulling in, is they're buying the 2020s yeah. that are left over, and they're getting deals on them. You don't do So if you like one of those really expensive things, go and look around for the 2020s and see what's out there. You'll get them for a lot less. Well, if I was going to purchase another Denali, I would have done it already, and I want that really dark gray. The yes. dark, dark gray, Very, right? Yeah. And, and that's what I would do. There you go. Now, the other thing, too, uh, because I'm looking at this clock, and Bailey, what is it, four? Two. Okay. And next week, you know, tune back in at our normal time, but we did that plug about the president and all of that, and that was The craziness. More, <laughs> that was more important than you know, talking about shopping right now. So next week, Bailey and I will have more information about the shopping, the who's who's, the what's the what's us. And I'm even going to talk to my dear friend or our dear friend, Alan Borgen from Let's Dine Out. I'm going to get some new recipes from him. And then we can share different recipes and, and have all that good stuff. What do you think? You like that idea? Sounds good. Yeah, I'm, sounds good. I'm going to talk about trains next week. I'll have all kinds of information. Who said you were invited? Oh, okay. I, I love the way they assume. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's funny. But we'll be and, back next week. Yeah, and so everybody be safe this whole weekend. And... Uh, Happy school shopping. If you need any advice or something that you're looking for and you can't find, give us a call, you know, and everybody has my number, and we'll help you through that process. Boy, do we have okay? your number. Yes. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we're going to be dancing out. Talk to you next week. Same time, same station. Bailey, thank you for the little show, and I'll talk to you, you next it. week, okay? Well, deal. Okay. Ciao, everybody. Bye-bye.
Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions And they've got a lot of extra cups to fill They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil Can't get cherry soda Cause they've got to fill their quota And the way things are I'll bet they never will They've got a billion tons of coffee in Brazil No tea No tomato juice You'll see No potato juice The planters down in Santos All say no, no, no A politician's daughter Was accused of drinking water And was fined a great big $50 bill They've got a lot of coffee in Brazil KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. Jessica Ettinger, CNBC. Investors are shrugging off the surge of coronavirus cases in Europe.